Welcome to the Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson & Johnson Cooperative Learning Institute. Welcome to Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast. With me, as always, is Derek Swistak. Hey, hey. And Aaron Fleming. Buenas noches. So today, we are starting a new mini-series on individual accountability. So just like uh, in our last series, we talked about the first essential element of cooperative learning, which is positive interdependence. We took you through three episodes, uh, the first being the theory, then getting into those looks like, sounds like aspects of positive interdependence and going into implementation, what it would look like in the classroom. We're going to do the same for our second essential element of cooperative learning, individual accountability. So in this first episode, we're going to talk a little bit about theory. Derek, Aaron, I know that this is one of your favorite topics, always to talk about the research. Super fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can feel that energy. It's palpable. It's actually finding the, the research base for individual accountability within a cooperative context is tricky because it seems to be the antithesis, right? We have been focused on how do we get students to work together? How do we make that work purposeful? But now we're saying that students are responsible for themselves. So in our cooperative context, we sink or swim together. What we're really saying with individual accountability is, I sink or swim by myself. There's a quote from Vygotsky that um, the Johnsons use, and that's what children can do together today, they can do alone tomorrow. And I think that that is a great way to frame this idea that we are learning these cooperative skills and we are learning these academic skills together and we're practicing them together. But at the end, if we truly have learned them together, we should be able to replicate them individually. In the research, I found a great meta study. It's actually from like 1993. Uh, so it would be stale if we were writing a paper, but we're not doing that. Uh, we're just talking. And it really talks through the history of um, individual accountability or uh, the, the fun analytical term is social loafing. This, this idea that in a group, sometimes people will just sit back and let somebody else do the work. And that's, I think, everybody's criticism of working in a group. I won't say cooperative learning, but it's group work. That's the experience that we all had growing up in those, what we call pseudo groups of people working together, but not really in a cooperative context. Yeah, I mean, it, it really speaks to the teacher's role as being very vital to setting that up, especially at this level. Things that we think people are really good at um, are things that are part of um, very well laid out plans by the teacher to help those students work on those skills. So this, this meta study that I found, so it's Carew and Williams, and I'll put the link in the, uh, in the show notes. You know, they, they walk through the history of research into social loathing, and it goes back to um, really the 1920s is the first time uh, they looked at this. There was an interesting study in this, in, within this meta-analysis that talks about um, testing students in a tug of war. And so the way that they set this up was that the students thought that they were collectively pulling on a rope against another team, but their individual pull was measured. And what they found is that, that when there were multiple people pulling on the rope, that each individual actually pulled less than they would if they were the only one pulling on the rope. And I thought that was a very clever study to show that if I think I got these other people, I'm not going to work quite as hard. And that 
really gets to this this piece of social loafing and that I never thought I would get caught not trying. Um, somebody else is always going to be there to make me look good. We see that counteracting when you have this matching of effort. And as you get more uh, from the 70s, so I think that, that that tug of war study was from like 1972. When you get into the 1980s, you see that when individuals within the study were reflective about their own role within a group, they started to pull their own weight. Um, there's, so we were looking at coworkers uh, and in a job context, as well as uh, students. And so really calling attention to the individual work that somebody does within that cooperative group gets that extrinsic piece where I am now cognitive of the role that I have within the group. That's a really, that's a really great point. Like the idea that you need to know exactly what you're responsible for and, and the role or the, the part that you play. I almost feel like that there should be some, there should be a song out there about, you know, pulling on a rope together. Wait, there might be, that's a future episode, but. Um, Are you saying will, first you got to push, push and then pull and then together? Pull, pull. And then you, you might have to pull together. Yeah. Something like that. Um, no, I will say this, you know, Derek, you know, just kind of general comments about individual accountability, you know, Derek, uh, in a recent training that we did with second year teachers, Derek said, every time that you have students working on something, they have to know that the piece of what they're doing is vital to the, the success of the, the, the goal of the group. So, you know, your piece of, you know, individual accountability wrapped in with the, the positive interdependence that you have the, the group goal and the group task and whatever else from tired frog that you have, but uh, that if you're not doing your part of it, then the group doesn't have that positive interdependence and won't achieve that group goal. So each person has to believe that their, their piece of the puzzle is necessary to complete the whole task. Yeah, and that gets it at that whole, like staying with the group and making sure that you're with the group because, you know, you, you never know when your part is going to need to be there. Um, you know, and that speaks to uh, something I learned from Roger and David, you know, like if you're the reader, that means you're reading this so that they remember it forever and for always. And, you know, being, being ready to, to call people out if they're not quite there. One, one of the things that struck me as I was preparing for uh, this episode was that the research really bears out some of the things that feel like they should be true. Um, when we talk about people's negative experiences with working in a group. The research shows that that's an actual phenomenon. The work that we've done with cooperative learning, where we see that being metacognitive and building that intrinsic motivation from the extrinsic, that also plays out within the research. So uh, it, it's nice when the research fits the narrative and the narrative fits the research. With that, I think we can, uh, we can wrap up this, uh, this episode. I think that's as much, uh, that's as much theory and in, in, uh, in research that, that Derek and Aaron can take. I think it's actually, though, like a really like important piece. And I, I think that we're going to really elaborate on that in the next two parts of this is that we all take for granted what that individual accountability is, because as teachers, and, and this is sort of starting to change, but we really want to hold kids accountable for, for specific things. And, and what are those things? Are those things related to some social skills? Are they related to the academic content? Are they related to some um, specific content skills? Like, 
in what areas are we really holding kids accountable? So we'll, we'll elaborate on those on the next two parts that, that, that'll what their appetite here. Aaron, let's cooperate. Thank you for listening to the building the cooperative classroom podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson and Johnson cooperative learning Institute. Please check out the show notes for all relevant links, including a link to our Twitter account and the cooperative learning Institute webpage. This podcast is copyrighted under the Creative Commons license, copyright 2021. Theme music, courtesy of Jimmy Ryan.